Hey, welcome to the show this week. Feels great to be back. Thanks for uh, filling in, Bagman. Uh, just one quick thing, though. Do you have any reason why I have a bunch of angry letters from uh, Astros and Brewers fans? Uh, no. No idea. Live from a city in Southern California. Oh, you know what this is. The Informal Program. Here's your host returning to the chair, Daniel West. Can we get to the bottom of this secret Bagman Twitter account? I want to find this thing. I want to scout it out, and I want to expose it. I'm sure there's some great stuff up there. It is secret. I know. I know it's secret, Dave. You can. You can speak. I'm telling you, used to like work with Bagman, where he's like, "Don't speak." That's my Bagman like that. Hi, Bagman. That's more like uh, if Batman, you know, smoked cigarettes or something. Does he? I don't know. Doesn't one of them have a pipe or something? I don't think so. I think Alfred smokes. I, I could be wrong, but maybe they changed it for the new versions, but I think in some version of Spider-Man. All right, we're done with this. Um, all right. That's, that's how we start the show, huh? Quickly, because I got a lot of letters about this. I'll tell you what I've been up to this week. Uh, but, well, it kind of ties in, actually. I was, I was away doing some sports stuff. Uh, there's a, there's a, some guys in Philly who do a sports broadcasting camp. They go all around the country during that. And so they asked me to go and help out and, you know, be a counselor and, and all that. It was a lot of fun. Got bathed in, bathed in sports talk for a week. What, what, what can you tell us about the sports world? Because we've been in this bubble, um, that, I mean, you know, we were, t- I don't know what we talked about last week. Bagman just made stuff up on the spot. And uh, so I, I really want to know what's going on in the world of sports, but uh, so uh, excuse me, we have uh, hold on, the new snail. Hand me the scrolls. Why does he write on scrolls? Because right, because that way he can, you know, he doesn't have to walk around. That's what. Is this true? Uh, oh, it's huge. Uh, give it to West. You know, I'll give it to him. It's going to take you 15 minutes. Okay, what's this? Uh, I mean, this is exclusive, man. I don't know if you want to go live with this. Do we have the permission to go live with this? Because this is, if this is true, this is huge. Okay. Uh, breaking news. This is for New Snail first reporting this. Um, Brian France, the CEO of NASCAR, was arrested. His brother, or excuse me, his, uh, his, ne- his uncle. What family member is it? I heard you say like five things. I said his brother, uh, his nephew, no, his uncle, uh, Brett, Bill. Yeah, all right, you know, I'm going to read this because you are stuttering and stammering. Brian France, the CEO of NASCAR, is uh, he's leaving indefinitely. His uncle, Jim France, taking over the family business. And by the way, this is not breaking news. This happened last week when you guys were on the air. Oh, it took a while for the snail to get here. That's why, with all due respect, we love the news snail, but, you know. Okay. Um, Do you want to talk about it? Sure, I'll talk about it. I mean, I'm not, it's not the pool of controversy. Speaking of which, uh, here's the bowl here. Why would I need the bowl for the pool of controversy? I don't know. All right, one thing at a time, guys, one thing at a time, okay? First, you want this Brian France take. Because literally, I mean, there's nothing going on in the summer except for uh, soccer and baseball. 
and NASCAR, which in the eyes of the sports world means that there is nothing going on this summer. We talk about those things. By the way, hold on. Before we move on with this, all right, you know what? John, I need you to do some producing here because Dave is, is typing away back there about something. I don't know what you're typing. So, John, I need you to come out from behind the glass, which, of course, you are, and I need you to put a bullet uh, in two things. Well, this sounds a little dangerous. I mean a bullet point. Still. I need you to, to highlight some things. Uh, that sounds much, much better. Okay? I'm just saying. You, you know what year it is. Moving on. Okay. Number one, what I did last week. Okay. Number two, Brian France. Yes. And number three, whatever this is with the, the pool of controversy. Okay? All right. Sounds good. So first, Brian France. Brian France. Uh, do we have imaging for this? Yeah, I thought it would be cool. Like one of those radio shows where they change subjects and all that, like ESPN uh, Sports Center. Okay. It feels a little forced, but if you want to do that. Brian France. Okay. So, um, yeah. So this is an old story. It, it happened when I was away last week. I thought you guys would talk about it, but Bagman was, was ranting about the Astros or whatever. So we didn't get to it. Um. This is a weird story. I'm just going to say it's, it's a weird story because this is something that has been circulated in jokes and memes in the NASCAR community for literally 15 years. And I don't know how many people actually thought that it would happen in terms of him, you know, being found out for whatever. I'm reading here that... Uh he was, like, at one point in the last 10 years or so, he crashed into a tree, um, but it was near the house, and he, I think, I don't know if it was a DUI or whatever, but it seemed like it, and they, like, someone, you know, nothing really happened because he was just by his house or whatever. All right, so for those of you who don't know, let's just let's just let everyone in here, because we are the NASCAR fans. We're the one national sports talk show that, that takes NASCAR mildly seriously. So, NASCAR, even though it's 2018... And it's a multi-million, if billion-dollar industry. It is family-owned and family-operated. Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay, so there you go. So the CEO of NASCAR has been passed down basically through three generations. Bill France Sr. started the sport. Bill France Jr. brought it into the modern age, and, and Brian France kind of took it into the 21st century. How well he did that depends on the NASCAR fans you talk to, and most say he did a terrible job. But that's beside the point. So people don't like him because he was the guy who scrapped the old, what, 40-, 50-year-old system of we decide a champion by the cart the most points at the end of the year. Mario Kart style wins the championship. He brought in a playoff system. They've doctored it at least seven times since 2004. Um, we've had some champions that that honestly, especially one a few years ago, that honestly maybe should not have happened. Maybe should not have happened. Let's just put it that way. Whoa, 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 whoa. If you're talking about Jimmy Johnson. I'm, not ta- I'm talking about William Byron. Oh, that's true. No, he wouldn't have won anyway. Well, I no, no, no. I don't agree with that. Listen, if they had done the old Mario Kart system, he would have finished second. I get that, but he should have been in the top four. He shouldn't have been fifth. Do you care to explain to the audience or you just want to talk over their heads? Okay, quickly. 
William Byron was, what, 19, 20 years old? I think he was 19. Hey, he was 18. I think he was 15. All right, now you guys are being ridiculous. He was, he was 19, I believe, 18 or 19. Anyway, he goes to the third division of NASCAR, which is the truck series, wins seven races, six races at this point. Uh, the, the, syst- the playoff system at this point is elimination, so every three races, the cars with the fewest points get eliminated, and they reset the points each round. Um, this was a, a decent system until you had a dominant driver like him, and they didn't give him bonus points for wins or anything. It was, it, was, it, was, it was ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. So what happened was he had pretty much the best car all season long going into the second-to-last race of the year. He just needs to finish in the top four in points. He blows an engine, and there goes his championship shot. Well, that's just terrible. It is, Bob. So because of that, NASCAR scrapped the system. They started giving bonus points to wins and blah, blah, blah. And then Martin Tricks Jr. the next year literally scores 1,000 bonus points and just runs away with the championship. Okay. So the point is that over the last 15 years or so, people don't like Brian France because of what he's done and how he's run the sport, and the fact that, he, honestly, he's kind of distant. Like, he doesn't show up at the track very much. And if you're kind of the CEO of your sport, I mean, unless you're Roger Goodell and you're afraid of, you know, getting booed, uh, you, usually, yeah, you usually like to show up and, you know, partake in your events for your sport. So people don't like him. So all that to say, I've spent way more time on this than I thought, and Dave is, is pointing at his watch. First one, I'm surprised you actually wear one. Uh, oh, he's back from vacation, man. Oh, he's in rare form. All that to say, people don't like Brian France. And one of the jokes that developed is that, oh, he's not quite all there, uh, both in his just kind of apathy for the sport people saw because he doesn't show up that much, but also maybe substance-wise. So there were Twitter accounts, the Drunk Brian France account. That was just a parody account where it was supposed to be Brian France tweeting, but he was completely just kind of out of the loop and didn't know what was going on. There were jokes about, you know, substance abuse. And I'm not saying I condone it at all. I'm just saying that was out there. But it was more from a perspective, at least for me as a NASCAR fan, of this guy is just really out of it and we're just kind of making excuses as to why he would be out of it and why we don't like him and why, you know, he doesn't get the sport that his grandfather started. Um, And then this happens. So now people are kind of scrambling and saying, okay, it was real, apparently, allegedly, okay? We're not going to go that far and... And say, oh, well, this is what happened. Too far. Thank you. It is, we don't want to go too far. But he was arrested. He has been indefinitely suspended. Or he's taken an indefinite leave of absence. And his uncle, who showed up at the track on Sunday, uh, is now running NASCAR to some extent. So that's the full story of Brian Francis. Not just Roger Goodell. Oh, you know, Roger Goodell had some issue. No, this is... This goes much deeper to, honestly, the, the I, I would say, the most hated, and I know hockey fans are going to get on me, but the most hated figurehead of a sport in America. I don't think it's too far. Whoa, 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 no, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I don't think, and I'm not saying I agree with that. I'm just saying, as a fan, to see the reaction, I would say even Gary Bettman gets more love than he does. Too far. Maybe it is. I don't, I don't think so. So that's the story with him. Secondly... This is the other one I needed to bullet point before we get to number three. The one he didn't bullet point. Partly number two. Thank you. Uh, I'm disappointed you guys didn't talk about this. Chase Elliott finally won a race. So congratulations to Chase Elliott on his first career win. Congratulations. 
And that was the positive NASCAR headlines for about five hours until Brian France was arrested, and now we're talking about that. Okay. Uh, what else was on that list? Um, what you did. Okay. What I did, which ties into what you guys talked about at the end of last show, okay? Uh, when I was at this, uh, this camp last week, uh, Brian Seaman, the GOAT, the announcer for the LA Clippers, showed up. And, and those of you probably don't... I'm just going to ignore Dave. Uh, you juvenile, get out of here. Um, seriously, get out of here. If you can't control yourself, get out. Um, sorry. Uh, so I got to meet him. And I told him, because I heard you guys at the end of the show, Bagman is out in the other studio. He'll, he'll probably hear this, you know, whenever he listens to the podcast to, 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 to skip ahead to hear himself. Uh, you guys were talking about West with the Clippers and the Lakers. Okay, now let me back up. I don't discuss the, the, the baseball one because there's an episode of the Local 5 when I hosted it where I said this is the only time I'm going to talk about that. And it explains, you know, my, my loyalties. But in a nutshell, here's how my fan interest goes. If they have the name Los Angeles in the title, I will root for them. There are two mild exceptions. One, uh, the Chargers, because, you know, I still feel like they should be in San Diego. Second exception is uh, the Galaxy, because there's a lot of animosity. I, I don't hate the Galaxy, but there's a lot of animosity in celebrating every time LAFC loses or doesn't win that seems really obnoxious for a team with five titles. So that's number two. Which leads us to number three, or number three and a half. I don't remember which one it was. So anyway, I, I, yeah, I'll, I'll get to that after this. Uh, we'll be back on the show. Sorry, I didn't realize the time. We'll be back after this. You're listening to the Informal Program. All right. So today's show is brought to you by the people who move mattresses. Why, why are they sponsoring the show today? Because... For some odd reason, really that defies all explanation, Beanie has been living in the studio the past uh, few weeks, and he brought in a very old mattress, and it's disgusting, and it needs to be moved. And so, you know, we could move it ourselves, and we could set it on fire like they do at you know college campuses, but it's not college football season yet. So if it's not college football season and you need a safe way to destroy your mattress, you need to call the mattress moving people. They're going to be in here in uh, about uh, an hour, so we really need to wrap up this show. Uh, you can find them online at the, the mattressmovingpeople.com, I hope. Or is this like, I actually don't give out this address because this could be like Friends of Squirrels. The next thing you know, uh, we're, you know, it's a real organization when we weren't even meaning to. So don't look up that website, but get someone to move your mattress. That's the point. And now, back in his closeted studios, it's Bagman. And now it's time for the Bagman News Report. Bagman News commentary, thank you very much. For those of you who listened to uh, The Local 5, I apologize. That was not in my full Bagman form. I was, uh, I was too calm. I was almost sedated. I don't know what happened to me there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, do you know what grinds my gears? What really grinds my gears? Stealing a segment from uh, Family Guy. Get out of here, Wes. No, that's not what grinds my gears. What grinds my gears is these people who are saying, Oh, well, the Rams, they should be back in St. Louis. Stop it. Relocation is an ugly part of American sports, but the Rams had 49 years. Count them. How many years, LeBron James? Give me LeBron James. How many years were the Rams here before they were stolen by the city of Seattle? Not two, not three. St. Louis. Not four. That's right. Not five. That's right. Not six. No. Not seven. No. 
49 years. Count the history. If the if the Dodgers move back, I won't be happy. Stop hating LA. Back to the show. No. They, they weren't like a boy band or something. Like, Yeah, I know, but... Both of your questions are equally ignorant, and that's why I don't want to have this conversation anymore. I love you, man, but this is like... This is foolishness. This is the kind of stuff that I just don't like doing on the show. What's going on back there? You don't want to know, man. It's, it's, it's some of the dumbest stuff I've heard. I mean, I get where he's coming from, but I didn't know, honestly. What did he ask? He asked where the four seasons, uh, like which one was summer and winter. Oh, boy. Uh, oh, man. I didn't know, man. First of all, why were you talking about the four seasons? Like, uh, what, you know, Backstreet Boys, BTS not good enough for you? What's going on here? Wait a minute, hold on. Did you make a modern reference with BTS? Maybe. Congratulations. I applaud you on your knowledge of pop culture. But seriously, why are we discussing the four seasons? Because he was playing, because um, he always plays music during the break just for him. Uh, and, and he was playing, like, was it Working My Way Back to You or something? Or one of those songs. And uh, and so I was like, oh, those are the four seasons. And then I was like, um, which one was winter and summer and spring? And he's like, it wasn't like that. And then I was like, do they also own the hotel chain? And at that point, he walked out. Okay. Uh, let's get back to the show here. Man, by the way, that song, like, the dude in that song is an absolute idiot, man. I mean, he's like, oh, I, I traded her so bad, and then like, oh, help me, let me come back. Anything else? No, that's it. Okay. Get to the Clippers, because we have important business to take care of. Okay. So the point is that this past week I met Brian Seaman, the Clippers announcer, and I got to tell him about uh, the fact that essentially I grew up a Lakers fan, but I listened, I enjoyed listening to him so much that I just got to know the Clippers. I would listen to his call, and then one day, because this was really before I had, you know, cable television for the longest time as a sportsman, I did not have uh, access to ESPN and the Fox family. What? I know. Talk about shocking. It was. And if you don't know, now you know. All right. Any more drops? All right, thank you. If you had stopped at a second earlier, it would have been really funny, but you, you, you couldn't get to the button fast enough. No, I was going to say one more, and I stopped it. All right. Uh, so, all that to say, when it comes to Clippers-Lakers, I grew up a huge Lakers fan, and just by listening to the announcing, I started knowing who the Clippers were, and at some point I turned on the TV and said, wait a minute, I know... This entire team, I know the bench, I know the guys who you pass the ball to, I know the guys who are hot who aren't, and I said, well, I'm halfway here, might as well follow them. And then Chris Paul left you abandoned ship. No, I didn't, I'm still, I'm still a fan. Jay Gill's just Alexander is the best point guard in the draft. Just saying that right now. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, maybe not. Too far. Maybe not. We'll find out. Uh, last thing. Stop saying, ah, uh, eh, eh. It's like you're a troll. Eh, uh, grunt, grunt. Thank you, radio coach. You're welcome. Ten push-ups. 
You thought I was joking? You want me to do 10 push-ups? Yes, do them right now. All right, excuse me for a minute. This is making for horrible radio. Get down, get down on it. Do you have any modern music references? No, he always does the sing this oldie stuff. All right. Uh, One, uh, two, three. Why does it sound you're the one who's, who's doing it? Because I get tired watching people. Six more. That's four. Down. Let your shoulders touch. My shoulders aren't supposed to touch. Three more. All right, you're not even trying now. Two more. One more. One more. Give me one more. All right, there you go. That's your punishment. This show is really, I mean, I don't know why we do summer sports radio. I really don't, man. Here, have some water. Thank you. This is a crystal geyser container. This is when I miss us being on the network of obscure broadcasting, because that would have been a great segment on radio. You meant on TV? Yeah, whatever. All right. And for those of you wondering, yes, I really did do 10 push-ups. Uh, and you're out of breath, man. I mean, come on. Anyway. So, can I get to this thing, quickly? No, not in your own time, but it's your own fault. <sighs> I am out of breath, man. The last thing we did at this camp, I got bathed in sports talk. That was the last thing I had to say. And uh, some of the stories... You said, uh... I'm not going down to do more push-ups. One of the stories... Some of the stories that came out... Will the Browns win five games? How will LeBron do with the Lakers? Football stuff. Bit of soccer, actually, which is nice. But honestly, I think the Browns were the top story. Honest, I will say that. What? The Browns were talked about more than... than most NFL teams who had zero wins last year should be. It's interesting. Okay, now for the part of the show that Dave has really been been waiting for here. <sighs> Play it. Ah, uh, what did I do? Uh, penalty assessed to Daniel the host. Two minutes, illegally copyrighted music. I could, uh... Oh, this is from two weeks ago, first of all. Can I contest this penalty? Yes. I would play the People's Court music, but I don't want to get in trouble. Okay. So two weeks ago on the show, we did a gag involving The Price is Right, which was very funny and was worth it. But we are bound by certain copyright limits of what we can and can't use, and CBS did tell us to cease and desist, and we did it again. Even though you played it, John. Yeah, but you're the one who came up with the idea for the bit. That's fair. It was a bit. So I take responsibility for that. I will take the L. Nah, ain't no positives and no L's. Speaking of which, you hear Jalen Ramsey got suspended for a week for something. He said something they didn't like. You know what he said? Hey, Jalen, um, how do you feel about playing for the Jaguars? Nah, ain't no positives and no L's. Okay, that, that would be funny, except that they went to the AFC Championship game last year. And would have gone to the Super Bowl if it hadn't been for those meddling Patriots. Okay, so now I got to go in the pool of controversy. Yes. All right. All right. Fine. I'll go in the pool of controversy. I don't want to get in here. There's too much. There's, there's too much floating in there, man. There's too much floating in there. I don't want to get in the pool today. It's too crowded. Do we have? Uh, Watch yourself. Do Do we have? Can I just dip my my tone at first? Okay, ooh, there's too much in there. I don't want to get in there. 
uh, either you jump in or, uh, or, or I have to push you in. All right, I will jump into the pool. Cover my nose, here we go. Oh, this could be bad. This could be really bad. I know some of the, some of the things are in here. All right, I'm in the pool. I'm groping around for uh, one of these controversial things. Now, who is it? Oh, no. No. Urban Meyer. Oh, for crying out loud. Why? Why? Uh, he's someone else we talked about all week. I'm sorry. I went underwater there for a minute. Urban Meyer. Okay. Tell me the story, John. Get this over with. Okay. Uh, Urban, my man. This is not for the kitties. Okay. Um, Urban Meyer is the head coach, or was, the head coach of Ohio State. Um, apparently, he knew of uh, some, some domestic violence going on with one of his assistant coaches, uh, dating back to 2009 in one case, um, but he didn't, he didn't really tell the media uh, that he knew about the, the most recent case. His wife knew about it and apparently told him, and there's a question as to whether or not he didn't tell the media or whatnot, and uh, it's, it's a mess. What do you think of it? Two minutes. Hold on. Let me, let me set the timer first of all. Oh, boy. I mean, it could be worse. It, it could have been worse, actually. As bad as the Urban Meyer story is, there could have been more in the pool of controversy to, uh, to deal with. Okay. Um, where to start, man? Okay, uh, l- let me take it from this perspective. Uh, college football coaches have a lot of power, don't they? I'm one of those people who likes to, to wait to see what happens here because he's indefinitely suspended, and uh, that doesn't look great. I'm telling you that right now. But, but the thing, I just need more information on this because on one side we have uh, he's getting framed, it seems like, and on the other side people are like, oh, he should be fired and let go. Um, the, the part that, that muddies the waters on this story is his relationship with this assistant coach. Essentially, he's a family friend. So back in 2009, there was an issue. There was another issue recently. And honestly, I know you told me what it was, John. I don't have enough information. I have not studied this story enough to give my opinion on it. And honestly, I don't think it's something that needs my opinion. You want to go back to the pool? Oh, goodness. I mean, yeah, if you want me to. All right, get back in the pool. No, not just your toe, your whole body. Get in the pool. This is the one that I've been dreading. I will not. I'm going to be upset. All right. You just didn't give anything on it. I don't, I don't have anything to give, man. If the man gets fired, then the truth comes out. That's my whole point. Why did you just say that? Because then I had to fill time for two minutes. Who's this? Oh, no. Oh, no. Papa John's. Oh, no! Ah, oh man. Oh man. Hey, look, we're out of time. We're out of time. The pool is uh, empty. All right, we would not have to discuss Papa John's. All right, get out of the pool. Oh, thank, thank you. Oh, thank you, thank you so much. Uh, all right, we're out of time. Looks like we're out of time. Dave's telling me to wrap it up. That's it for the show. That's it. That's all we're doing today. Seemed like we didn't cover a lot today. Was there anything we missed? I feel like there's something we missed. We didn't cover here. No, I guess not. Okay. Summer sports, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, congratulations to uh, Sporting Kansas City. We didn't get the beanie factoids. We'll do all that next week, I guess. 
For the whole crew, I'm Daniel. Until next week, we'll see you. Bye. This is the Informal Post Show. All right, Beanie, squeeze your factoids in right here. Number one. Um, Sporting Kansas City beat LAFC. It's the first time that LAFC has lost at home, and it is the sixth time that Kansas City has gone to an opposing team and won a, a home game at their stadium for the first time. What? So they've handed the team their first loss at home. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Number two. Uh, sorry, the coach of Chelsea, who will be at the helm for uh, 18 months before he's fired. <laughs> Sad but true. It really is. They're going to be sorry they let him go. Uh, he is a notorious smoker on the sidelines. However, there's a band in English football. That was your accent. That was my accent. This is English football. Where uh, they can't smoke, so he just chewed a cigarette on the sideline. Those are beanie factoids. All right, thank you for that, John. We'll see you next week with maybe actual sports content. For all the guys, I'm Daniel. We'll see you next week. Bye.